Today on the podcast, I am sharing a solo episode where we talk about the clean house theory. Now, there's a lot of debate and a lot of different conversations to be had about a clean house, but today I'm going to talk about what a clean house means to me and how we can keep our sanity despite not having a clean house. Ready? Whoa, slow down there, busy mama. Hey, welcome to the Mind Your Own Motherhood podcast. I'm Dina Stout. I am on a mission to help overwhelmed, stressed, and overstimulated moms enjoy and thrive in their life as a mom. No more feeling like you lost your identity or that you have to sacrifice everything about you to be a good mom. Hey, I'm a homeschooling mama to six. My hubby and farmer of 20 years and I, we run three businesses, including farming, all while building our farmhouse from scratch. Chaos and stress or a beautiful mess? Well, I'll let you decide. But I am here and I will be sharing about healthy mindsets, time management, self-care, homeschooling, marriage tips, and more. Welcome to my front porch. Get comfy or maybe grab that pile of clean laundry on your couch and get folding. Let's chat mom life. Okay, today I thought it was really important to talk about the clean house theory because for each and every mother and woman you talk to, we all have different varying opinions on this matter. Generations back, had very different um, opinions on this matter as well. And we all kind of come together and we all can say that we agree on one thing. A clean house makes us happy. I don't think I've ever met a woman who would say, oh, I don't like it when my house is clean. It doesn't feel comfortable. It doesn't feel right. I've never met a woman like that yet. So there's definitely something in our nature that we want to have a clean, organized home, something that we can find things when we're looking for them. We, it gives us a sense of satisfaction and it makes us feel like we're doing a good job. And there's a lot of really great benefits to having a clean home. No one can argue that. However, I think there is this very dangerous dangerous situation that has developed over the years and transitioned and that is women were having to keep the same high standards and high expectations of their home life as their mothers or their grandmothers did. However, our lives look nothing like our mothers or our grandmothers lives. We all have so many different things going on compared to what was on the shoulders of women in the, the 40s, the 60s, the 90s. All of it is so different. And I think we need to stop judging each other about it and to understand that life is different. And so therefore, we have to adjust and we have developed different styles of home care different styles of housekeeping, and different priorities as well. Now, it used to be that a woman's main role was to care for her home and her children, and now things are shifting. Things have shifted, whether that's because of women wanting to do different things 
or they are expected to do different things, such as carry a career, help with the financial burden of the family. Um, there's different, different things in our lives now that are weighing on us. Let me ask you this. How many times did your grandmother get interrupted with a text message? How many times did the phone ring? How many times did they have to be put on hold for hours on end because they had an important phone call that they had to make? There's a lot of things that we deal with today that are constant interruptions in our time, our mental powers, and it comes overwhelming when we are trying to keep up with all of these other expectations. Now, my mother-in-law, she chose to raise her family and not even to get her driver's license until her third child was getting her driver's permit. So she was not out running errands. She wasn't expected to go all these places and do all these things. She wasn't expected to have the kids in all of these activities that kept her running and going and doing things. And I think it's such a shift and we need to respect each other. I don't think any choice that you make as to how you keep your home and where you prioritize your home is there's no reason to judge one way or the other because we all have different priorities. We are all in different seasons and we all have different things that we are juggling, whether that be something that's mentally weighing on us that zaps our mental faculties to, you know, get started on cleaning and tidying and organizing. And sometimes all we can do is just keep up with the bare minimum. And when we start to let go of these high expectations, then we can kind of just take a breath and analyze like, how, what does my home mean to me? How do I want my home to feel? And is that reasonable right now in my life with what my priorities are? So for instance, if you are working full time and you have young children, there's going to be very limited time that you're going to have to care for your home. You're going to need to prioritize the time with your children. And if you have the energy to incorporate any little daily chores with them and bring them along with you on the task of cleaning and caring for the home. But you need to really understand that your expectations are not going to be high. You're going to have to have very low base expectations and realistic options. And sometimes the first thing you have to do is make peace with that. Make peace with you're going to have to set the bar very low for a stage or a season in your life right now. And that as much as you want to just walk in and start the day with a fresh, clean home and things put away, that if you're in that stage right now, it's just not a reality. And if you can make peace with the fact that it's not a reality right now, but it will be one day, it will be one day soon, then you can help be more of a solution instead of making yourself part of the problem because you're going to just constantly keep yourself in this energy of just angst, frustration, irritation, annoyance, which is all going to start weighing on your stress hormones and how you feel in yourself. You're going to bring all of that, that negativity 
into your family relationships. So I'm not saying you can never have a clean house again. What I'm saying is recognize where your time needs to go, where your priorities need to go, and to understand that I'm going to pick two priorities from the home. I'm going to focus on getting the bathroom and the kitchen clean, and I'm just going to have to settle for vacuuming instead of mopping too. Setting those lower expectations for the start because right now this season is difficult. I have had a conversation with a friend who was married into an Italian home and they grew up that the mother ironed sheets. Let's think about that. Ironing sheets. Is that something that you would love to do? Is that something that sounds amazing? Is that something that would bring you great satisfaction? I'm not going to lie. I think it sounds like something pretty cool. It To me, it sounds like to crawl into bed where the sheets have been ironed. Sounds a little luxurious, right? However, do I feel like I have the time for that? Does that seem like where I would want to spend my time is ironing my bed sheets? Nope. Not a chance in the world. <laughs> I am barely iron our my husband's dress shirts. I, I try very hard, but anyways, that's a topic for another day. But it's where your time goes and how does that build you up, make you feel? Does it give you satisfaction? So there's this like pulling at us of I should be doing this, but I don't have a time. It's not what I want. So now I feel really bad because I feel like I'm failing and I'm not a good mom and I'm not a good wife because I'm not keeping these really high expectations and these high standards that I have set for myself. So I want you to think about now, like it just can be so overwhelming when you think that you need to keep everything should be organized everything should be clean. We should be having all these healthy meals. I should be working out. I should be taking care of my kids. I should be spending time with my husband and we all have all of these shoulds on us and we just feel exhausted before we even start. So it's really important to realize what's most important thing to me in my home. And sometimes it needs to be the home. For instance, if you feel like you have people coming over and you <laughs> want to make sure that they're going to be comfortable in your house. And if you are in a season where other things in your life are slower, then great. You can take that time and you can focus on your house and you can focus on cleaning and, and training the kids. I think there's this fine balance between you want to take care of your home and you want to take pride in taking care of your home. And you want to feel satisfaction in the hard work that you do. But our lifestyles today, I feel, are so different. And it really can be hard if you are putting your self-worth, if you base your home condition onto what type of person you are, some days that's going to lie flat out to you. And it's really important that you understand 
that the condition of your home, are you the only person living there? Probably not. If you're a mom, you're not the only person living there. If you're married, you're not the only person living there, right? So why do we take the condition of our home to mean how valuable of a person we are and how worth we are of doing things? And how if it can be such a dangerous trap to step into where we just, my house is a mess, so I'm a mess. That's not true. That's not true at all. Sometimes our house is a mess is because we're keeping ourselves together. So the house has got to go, right? (laughs) Or we're dealing with the kids and we're helping them go through something really challenging. And so we have to focus everything on them right now. And I think we need to start cutting ourselves some slack. We need to cut slack for other people to understand if it's bothering you, It's because you are a responsible adult and you don't like to look at the mess and you're not okay with it. It's just you understand that it's not you. It's not about you. It's not that you have this shortcoming. It does not mean that you can't handle things. It doesn't mean that you're a mess and it doesn't mean that you are a failure. Let's get that out of the way right now. Because it is so easy to feel like if your house is a mess and things are in chaos, that you are a failure and that you're, you're worthless and that you can't get it together. But that is not true, especially for women who are wives and mothers. There are other people in that home, and that home is not a reflection of just you. That home is a reflection of every person, because I'm going to guarantee you that, guess what? Your husband and your children have also walked past the stuff that's on the floor or on the steps, right? I saw a saying the other day that said, nothing has more hope than a mother who puts something on the steps for her family to carry up. So true. So true, right? They all act like, I I can't see it. What are you talking about? What do I need to pick up? What do I need to do? Eh, you know. And it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of energy on our parts to train our children to do it, especially because we can train them and then it's like they don't do it right. So then you feel like you have to go behind and do it anyways. And it's extremely agitating (laughs) and frustrating, especially when you feel like you have no time. So you don't want to have to do a job really slow the first time and then turn around and have to do it again right afterwards. But it's important to remember that these are life skills. They're going to do it messy to start out. And then you got to keep reminding them and keep working with them so that they will do it right the first time. I have to say, one of the things I've had to put up with, with having (laughs) boys and then having boys with ADHD, a simple task like emptying the dishwasher can turn into a very interesting task. (laughs) So um, when I would have them empty the dishwasher, I would find like a muffin pan with my baked goods, like A pan goes with a pan, not with baked goods. I would find, you know, a food dish that needs to be put away, a food storage container, there we go, with pots and pans. And I'm going, there's nothing like that in here. Why, why are you, they would just randomly put it anywhere it fit, which was 
very, very frustrating because then I would go on this long rant trying to find stuff <laughs> when I'm cooking. Yes, you have to have patience in teaching your children how to do the chores. My other son, it will take four hours of him emptying the dishwasher because he continually gets distracted. Did I mention we're an ADD family? We are an ADD family and so things just get a little bit more creative when it comes time to doing chores, but that's okay. They're still getting done eventually. So as we go along in life, understanding everything that's in the cards, understanding everything that's going on. And I'm not saying that I I think it's a great thing to just, you know, sit back, be lazy and not care for your home. This is, this is for the mothers who desperately want to have a clean home, that they're trying to do it, that they are, are working on incorporating it into their routine and they're putting so much focus on it that they're exhausted and that they feel like crap because it's, it can be. It can be where you put so much hard effort into your home but you literally just feel like you're swimming in peanut butter and you just cannot get out and the peanut butter is just all over the house and it's like you know it's a mess (laughs) so the other thing is that some people might make the suggestion well just hire a housekeeper and for some women that works great and I am thrilled for you that that works for you So let's talk about for the ones that it doesn't work for. Now, I made the decision to hire someone to help me with housekeeping. This was back about 18 months ago. And I thought, all right, I'm going to have them come in and just do the main areas. Now, you have to remember two things about me. I have ADHD. I'm a mom to six kids. And the third thing you need to remember is that I used to clean houses for a very long time. And so I knew all the aspects of this, right? Oh my goodness. I thought, I'm going to just let it go. I'm going to release all of the angst that's in me that I want to be the one doing it. So it's to my satisfaction and it's to my standards and so it's it's I know what's clean and how it's been cleaned I really really in like I enjoy cleaning my house I enjoy the satisfaction of like oh that room's done this looks so good I enjoy like cleaning house does not make like I I don't hate it I hate doing dishes Like, I would much rather have somebody come in my house and do dishes every day than come in and clean my house. I thought, I'm just going to let go of all of my control issues about cleaning my house, and we're going to see how this goes. To start out, I got a little nervous just trying to, like, prep the house to make sure clutter was out of the way so that they could come in and clean. And it did not go very well. (laughs) While I was able to, like let go of how the cleaning was taking place, I was not able to let go and release the fact that I had to do so much cleaning before they could even come. I always thought about that, but I never realized 
how intense (laughs) that is. So the night before my cleaning girls would come, I started to go into like full-blown anxiety. I'd get super cranky and just so overwhelmed at the thought that I had to have all of this stuff picked up and out of the way for them to come and clean. And I'm like, by the time I get everything moved out of the way, I may as well just clean. So then when they were there, they would be cleaning and then I would also be cleaning. So then the three of us would be cleaning. And let's just say for that stage in my life, hiring help, that was not the help I needed. I I enjoyed having the clean house area when they left. I mean, it was wonderful to have like the kitchen floors mopped and the dining room mopped and that sort of thing done. But the anxiety and just, it wasn't money spent to where it really boosted my mental health and really boosted my my time with the family. Because as I said, I was with them cleaning. Like <laughs> I wasn't cleaning for them, I was with them cleaning. And it was very, very hard for me. So I was home as well. You know, I tried a few times. I'd I'd leave, um, but I'm a stay-at-home mom. And trying to, like, that was another stressor. Okay, let's me and five, five, six kids, like, let's all act like we don't live here. And then that just sent me over the edge, too. I've tried a few different ways to, like, have a clean house but it just wasn't quite hitting the mark for me and during this whole process of the eight of us in this rental farmhouse and being back and forth and everything I have made extreme sacrifices on how I like to keep a home and the other day I was kind of just like feeling bad about it and a little bit feeling defeated and I started thinking back to how I kept house before I had kids. My husband were, and I were extremely busy. I was working almost full time um, and I was actually cleaning houses for a living and uh, was working with horses and just very, very busy lives, but I didn't have kids. And I had this thought and I remembered crawling into bed at night and my sheets had been washed and hung out on the line and if you've never hung your sheets out on the line I highly suggest it it is like the coolest smell of fresh air and spring flowers in your sheets when you crawl in bed at night it's just the best and I remember that smell and the feeling of like my whole house is clean and the satisfaction in that tired And it was the best. And it's very, very satisfying. And so I know I have those capabilities. I know that I have that that ability to, to do those things, to bring about a clean house. I'm not a failure. I just have a very busy, different life 20 years later than I did back then. And it doesn't mean anything less of me. It doesn't mean that I'm not able to keep up. It just means I have different priorities and different things that I have to focus on. And so I've lowered my expectations so that I can still be happy 
and peppy and show up for my family and do the important things. And I am looking forward to when we are not juggling two homes and two properties and I can work more on helping my kids with, you know, the, the daily routines of cleaning and we can finally have that stability. So if you're in a phase of a very messy house phase, I just want to say, I see you. It's okay. And I'm sure you're going to have a beautiful, clean house once you get past these rough years. And it's all right. It's okay. So cut yourself some slack. And remember, you are doing an amazing job keeping up with your family and taking time out for yourself. So I want to tell you, great job. Keep it up. And you got this. Have a great week. You did it. You just took time out for yourself. I'm so proud of you. Hey, you want to stay connected with other moms just like you who enjoy listening to this podcast? Head on over to Facebook and join my group, Mind Your Motherhood. Or if you're looking to have a more personal experience, why not book a free call with me to see how I can help support you with one-on-one coaching. I am so grateful that you're here today and that you took the time to listen to this. I would be even more grateful if you would share it out or leave a review. What better way than to help a friend out, right? Until next week, I'm cheering for you. Now go hug your kids and have a great day in your mom life.